You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. Good afternoon, everyone. 3.33 on a Wednesday afternoon. Welcome to the show. Kimbo and The Roots with you for the next two hours. Live from Studio Lumo SA, all thanks to our wonderful friends at Hyundai and Balfour's who have been baking people happy since 1853. Talking of making people happy or not. Other people! <laughs> As long as I make you happy, Kim. Right, no need for that look. <laughs> well, you, what did you do at the grand final? You have completely worn yourself out, haven't you? No, actually, well, was, I was well behaved. Really? Yeah, I Imagine was. if you weren't. Um, oh, no, I'm going to ring your sister. She'll tell me what really happened. Well, she leaves early. She'd have no idea. They're in the rat. <laughs> in the rat. They go to bed early. They go to bed at... No, they were out later than that, but they right. normally go to bed at 9 o'clock and they like getting up at 5.30. Good on them. I, I think they've got issues. They like, they like long walks as well. They do. They yeah. love their walks and their mm. bike rides, but hey, we digress. We must give a shout-out to our good friend Tim Tampoli. Terrible car accident. Oh. Yeah. So we hope he's well. I know his car's being fixed up at the moment. His new car too, but yeah, a bit shaken up, I'm told. All right. Well, thinking of you, Tim, yeah. we hope everything's uh, okay. Uh, looking forward to today's show at four o'clock. Matty Rendell will join us. Bit of action down at Albany this afternoon, Roach. Oh, yeah. Do you reckon it's caused a bit of a stir in our ranks? Mmm. Well, no, yes. ca- no cow wow. noises. Who, what's our ranks? Oh, our media ranks. So they've your door stopped. Media ranks. Oh, you're in the team as well. Come on. No. <laughs> So not, they've doorstopped, the as the term is. Jack Graham, as he's arrived at Adelaide Airport, and he said, oh, I'm just here to meet family. Well, who did? Nine and seven, all the TV crews were there. Okay, yeah. and they doorstopped him. Yes, he said he's here to meet family, wasn't going to meet the clubs. Seven stayed on the game, if you get me drift, mm-hmm. followed him to Alberton. Now the question, you're telling me he will not go to West Lakes. That was my understanding after talking to different people over the weekend. Um, as much as they like him, and they certainly had a snip yep. uh, a year or two ago, but uh, with all the plans they have, and we can only guess, but we think, you know, obviously we know Isaac Rankin, and we spoke yesterday, maybe mm. it's Jason Horn francis It's meant to be a super draft next year. Maybe it's all based around oh, that. okay, yep. Um, but, yeah, as much as they like him, uh, he's not part of their plans. So, so a very coy Jack Graham has met... Chris Davies, Ryan Burton, Ken Hinckley at Port Adelaide. Two of the facility. Look, he'd be a good player in, very good player in any club. It just gets down to balance. Yeah. So where are you going to play him? I believe he needs to play in the midfield. Mm. He's a tough nut. 
You've got Bokey, you've got Wines. What happens to Willem Drew? Well, that's the that's where there's a little bit of pressure. So isn't this is it? where we need Matt Randell to now work us through what Richmond would want because they've got a fair shopping list. They're going to need a heap of draft picks to satisfy GWS for Hopper and Taranto. So, mm. contracted player as well, Kim. Now, we always talk about contracted players costing more. Do you cost more when you're being squeezed out? Well, that's oh, Matt. Well you, well, you shouldn't. Shouldn't. You're right. But right. last Matt. Well, we'll throw that to Matty. And there's also talk about Aaron Francis that Port Adelaide were interested in him. But now the Sydney Swans. Swannies. Yeah, they've thrown their hat in the ring as well. So if you have a question for Matty Randall, send it through via mm. the text 0427-154-166. And we'll present that question to him. Text coming through. Roots, you always make me happy. Oh, thank you. That's from Annie. Thank you, Annie. Annie. Annie and Hope Kit. to see you Friday night. Annie and Kerry, they, they like you. Haven't heard from Kerry for a while. Hope you're well, Kerry. Um, John Casey joins us at 5 o'clock. Uh, his enthusiasm has no limits. Correct. He and is he an absolute be, ripper. He would be hopping today after the results went exactly as he wanted them last night. Yeah, and that's World in the FIBA Cup. World Cup. Uh, he's over there covering that. Uh, you can see it on KO, courtesy of ES, ESPN. Um, yeah, we needed two results. Australia needed to beat Japan. Serbia needed to beat France, which That's was no one. easy task. Mm. Both happen. So now we, as in the Opals, avoid the USA if we make it through to the gold medal playoff. Good. So Very let's, good. Let's hope we can complete the task. Mm. Now, we'll go around the grounds before we get into the big story today. And, of course, that is Joel Selwood. I believe everyone would be aware yes. of that. Yep. We'll get to that very, very shortly. We want to pay our due respect. Mm. Uh, we touched on Jack Graham. Just quickly around the grounds, though, the Cats have acted very quickly. Roots, they've delisted five players. Well, the one that will be gaining attention in our market in Adelaide will be Francis Evans, who played seven games. He was a number one. 41 draft pick a fair while ago, but a lot of talk that he's going to finish up at Port Adelaide. Now, he's just going to be a delisted player, so that's an easy pick-up, costs them nothing. It's just a matter of them working out. Does he fit? Does he work into their salary cap? Seems to be tick, tick, tick. You dropped this one about five weeks ago, I believe. So there you are. Quentin Narkle, there's an interesting one. He's one of the five. He'll get picked up. Yeah, I'd think so. Sparkle Narkle. Yep. So... And then they've removed a defender in Nick Stevens, a mid-season rookie. This is always difficult when the mid-season rookies go, don't they? Zane Williams, he's off the list. Because mm. we argue that point, well, why are you picking players if you then don't need them? And they had a Category B rookie ruckman and Paul Sapolitis. Now, I'm not sure if he was a basketballer, because Category B means you come from another sport, yep. don't you? So had a mid-season sure. draft there too as well, didn't Yeah, that they? was that was Zane Williams. That's the yeah. one I was saying. It's always tough when those guys get picked up uh, in the middle of the season and then that's it. I, th- I think that's wrong. If you're going to drag someone I agree with you. You know, should away least... from their full-time employment, yep. family. Yep. It's like with Adelaide. They're still to make any Brett announcements. Turner. Brett Turner. Mm. Uh, if they don't give him another year, they shouldn't have damn well got him to start with, especially his situation. He was injured. And we spoke to him. He's got yeah. a family business with his dad. Exactly. Um, yeah, that's a lot to ask of someone. I know they're chasing their dreams, but they should be given 18 months. I reckon that should be a rule. Is that a, a silly rule? Well, at this moment, you can either get a six-month contract or you can get it out to two years, can't you? I think if you're going to do, and that'll help sample clubs as well, if you're going to do a pick up someone in the mid-season draft, it should be automatically 18 months. Agreed. You like Six it? months to establish yourself a year to then get into the site. It's, it's logic, isn't it? Yeah. 
Yeah, that'd be very disruptive to that uh, young lad. Mm. Uh, Roots, there's been a lumber of the best and fairest or club champions. Last night, Richmond held theirs. Tommy Lynch got up by a vote over Daniel Rioli, who's been a mild sensation since going to the halfback flank. Mm. Now, do you want to do it club by club and see how the umpires compared to the clubs? Um, well, no, I want to get into Joel Selwood, uh, but we can do that later, though. Uh, you've got all the clubs. How many clubs have held there so far? Six so far. We've got... Uh, Adelaide Carlton's Thursday. very shortly. Adelaide is tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah. I'm only assuming, I didn't check this, but I'm assuming Port's not going to do theirs until <laughs> the AFLW season ends so they can just do it all in one big night. Oh, well, that'll be a good idea. Sounds the best way to do it, doesn't it? I like it. A bit complicated for Adelaide because they've had season six mm. already and season seven is already underway. Uh, yeah, so there's a fair few BNFs and it's always interesting to compare how the club... And the umpires see the games, isn't it? Well, I know you've done a bit of homework, Root, so we'll definitely get mm. to that. But I think we should address the situation. We've just got a statement from Alistair mm, Clarkson too. Look, we'll get into Joel Selwood and then we'll get to this statement from Alistair Clarkson as well. Joel Selwood, uh, some are saying that he's been the best captain ever in the game, VFL and AFL. He'd have to be in the equation for the way he conducts himself, the way he leads, the way he's revered and respected. Yeah. Um, it would be... Who would we have on the list before we discuss Joel Selwood? Well, we'll we'll get to that. I'll give you time to think about it. People can have their say. Zero four two seven one five four one double six. Luke Hodge would get a mention. Michael Voss would get a mention. But Definitely. this is Joel Selwood uh, announcing his retirement. It's easier for me um, today um, than probably what most people would think. Um, I decided that this would be it. Um, that I'd finished my playing days at the Geelong Footy Club, uh, win, lose or draw, come the end of the year. Um, there was a decision made um, amongst my manager who I wanted to catch up with before round 23. Um, we didn't then decided, as I got him to ask a few, as he's got a few of the current players on the list, Mitch, um, Tom Hawkins, Tom Stewart, um, over the year to just um, see how I'm going and, uh, and if I should move on. I then touch base with Paddy Dangerfield, obviously, um, to see how he thinks I'm going um, through background inform- just uh, through background chats. And they're as loyal people as you would get. Um, they all want me to play on. Uh, it's not going to be the case. Um, I went to Tommy and I decided that we should speak to Hawk. Um, and just get his opinion. He said the same thing, it's up to me um, whether I go on. Um, and I decided uh, out of that that um, I could go probably at 85% next year um, and I'd, everyone would look after me, but I'd had to, I had to be all in and uh, I just couldn't um, do that. I've had such a fun year this year um, amongst the playing group, amongst his football club. Uh, home life's been really good. Uh, I'm having a baby come February, which is exciting. Um, and uh, from there, I had to go in and tell the coach uh, on Friday morning um, before we played West Coast. And um, I didn't know that Hock hadn't spoken to him. Um, so that was uh, one of the toughest conversations that I've had to do, along with um, telling a few others. but. That Friday morning, I went in there and um, uh, 
basically told him that I was okay. I was okay with the decision that um, I'd come to with Hock and Tommy, and um, he, he was, wasn't too sure what I was talking about, but I had to explain to him that I wouldn't be um, continuing on next year. Um, How did the meeting go post that? Well, first, we, first of all, we had a bit of a cry together. I went to walk out the door, and then I had to turn around and uh, have another hug before I walked out. Um, and then Scotty's probably delivered his worst performance of a pre-game <laughs> speech that I've ever seen, um, which was quite disappointing because it was Paddy's 300th and I took the moment away from him. Um, but it was, uh, you know, we had a, we had a special time. Um, I couldn't even tell a couple of my best mates um, until grand final week, Frulli and Brocky. Um, couldn't tell any of the players, couldn't let them play on emotion. So it was a visit to Hawks house yesterday morning. Um, which wasn't easy, popped off, popped into Mitch's on the way from there and then as the day went on I grabbed a few other of um, the important people at this footy club that's, you know, every, everyone's important, sorry, but um, Paddy, Stewie, Blitz and Garth, who I played footy with for over 200 games, you know, majority of them. Um, it's been unbelievable, I've had uh, great support the whole way along managers Tommy and Catherine um, can't thank them enough they they know that they, they've guided me the whole journey um, with what I should be doing who I should be speaking to how I deliver things um, my family sit in the front row uh, three brothers that I've grown up we played footy against each other at the highest level um, I got to play with one of them um, you know, I won't, whatever I say, it won't do them justice. Mum and Dad, the journey started and, um, you know, I just I can't really put into words and um, I can't understand how they did what they did for us, um, us boys back then and got us to games and fed us and we're here, we all had a good crack at it. Um, the journey's been good. And I just want to speak about the Geelong Footy Club as a whole. Um, I've played under three presidents. Um, I've had two coaches, two CEOs, three footy managers. And it's just such a stable and um, un unbelievable place to go to work, um, led by those people that have been in charge over the, those times. But um, they put people in underneath them that uh, love going to work. You don't come to the Geelong Footy Club to go to work for money. You come for the experience, and uh, I've loved every part of that. I guess I can pass it over to whoever now. I'm a bit sick of speaking. <laughs> I spoke well. Spoke very, oh, very he well. did. Uh, what a wonderful career, uh, statistically as well. Oh, the great thing about this is, Kim, that the way Geelong has presented it, where they've done their statement on his exit, but not loaded up with any of his record, as virtually to say he is a man who goes with his record before him anyway. They've only mm -hmm. told you that if you go through their release, all they say in it, he's played 355 games, club record, points out 239 of those are with captain. Now, he's got four flags, six All-Australian titles, three best and fairest at Geelong. That's how Geelong value him mm -hmm. in that state. But when you look at what his peers have done. Four times they voted in the most courageous player in the league. That says a lot. Once they voted in the best captain and they voted in the Only best... Only once. Well, once. Mm. Best cap... Uh, sorry, best first-year player. 
that resume says Hall of Fame, just open your doors, let him in. Well, he gets a lot of accolades. There's no doubt about that. He gets a lot of accolades. We'll get to those shortly from his coach who says that he is the best player to have ever played at Geelong. That's a huge statement. We'll flesh Oy, the we'll, you look at the list of Geelong players. We'll flesh going that back, one out. Going back in their history. We're going to spend Oy. a bit more time because he's so revered and respected. Uh, mm. This was Joel being asked, was it an easy decision to make? Yeah, very comfortably. Um, I played okay in that last game of the year against West Coast and then in the first final I, I went okay again and uh, it was probably only my wife that said, are we making the right decision? Uh, th at that stage there was only you know six people um, that, had, that um, knew. Um, my brothers didn't even know at that stage. Um, decided to tell them a little bit more further down the track. Um, so uh, it, was, uh, it was an easier decision. I, I chose to do it that way. This is Joel, Roach. I love this one. I love it. Anyone that's played sport, to know that you're about to go out on your terms. This was, I found this quite incredible. Uh, he was talking about sitting on the bench in the last quarter with 15 minutes to go and he looked to his left and he looked to the right and the players alongside of him. I came off in the last quarter. Um, Sam de Koning was on the uh, interchange bench with me on one side blitz was on the other side you can't you can't finish um which is pretty special like a 21 year old kid probably read the moment blitz knew that i was in a bit of trouble um my the heart was racing the eyes were watering um and i knew that i was going out for my last 15 minutes uh, of the game yeah of my career and um yeah I am a little bit soft. <laughs> <laughs> but how many people get to go out under those conditions and those terms to know you're going out there to play the last 15 minutes? I'm trying to remember, what, what was Crawford's grand final? Was that a tight one or a one that he would have known for a while that the game was over? He knew what he was going to say at the end where he you know, takes mm. the middle. This, that's what I'm so talking about. So there's very few. I'm trying to remember, how did that grand final end? Oh, someone will send a text. Yeah, send the, a text. The text line. We'll, we'll look it up if not. End. If he had a fair bit of time to think about it in the last quarter, yeah. like Joel Selwood did. Well, Zero Joel four. Selwood had the second half, didn't he? Zero four two seven one five four one double six. We'll take a break. We'll come back and uh, we'll open up the lines about whether he's the best player ever or not. It's all subjective, these things, Roach, but that's the way Chris Scott feels. Uh, we'll hear from him right after the break. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. 3.56, Matt Rendell coming up after the 4pm news. If you'd like to ask him a question, send a text on 0427 154 166. We're here thanks to Balfour's. The Balfour's in one hand, your team's colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. About to hear from Chris Scott. A text has come through, Roach. Congratulations to a champion, Joel Selwood. Great career. But if Chris Scott says he's the best player, maybe he's the greatest servant, more like it. Otherwise, Aaron Keating is the greatest Crows player of all time, from Arthur in Harndorf, Longbow. Let's have a listen to what, wow. he, what he said, Roach. Um, let's hear, does he say best player ever or best player at Geelong? Let's have a listen, Chris Scott. Well, Joel and I in particular have spoken about um, the, the uh, inevitability of that day coming. Uh, but the thing that 
continually struck me about Joel was his ability to care for others and prioritise others. So, you know, the the end of, in my opinion, was he's the best. When you take everything into consideration, he's the best player I've ever seen, uh, and the best representative of the Geelong Footy Club that you could possibly imagine. And so, even when uh, the opportunity came for him to take a bit of the limelight, his priority was to make sure that his decision didn't negatively impact anyone else. And if you don't mind me saying, he spoke really well just before to the rest of the playing group around uh, the need to keep it from everyone so they could prioritise the team performance going into a final series. Uh, Did play pretty well in that last game um, against West Coast and the first final as well. yeah, I think he was committed to his decision, but the greatest going out on top, I just can't think of a better way for um, for Joel to finish. And he just, I, I think he will, like he'll still be our biggest fan. You know, he spoke much better about it 15 minutes ago than I am now, um, but he doesn't know any other way. Um, and that's only one of the reasons we love him. Tom Arley left as a premiership captain, didn't come back for his 200th game. Cameron Ling left as a premiership captain. Joel Selwood leaves as a premiership captain. It's not bad. Not a bad way to go, is it's it? It's an amazing uh, way to go. The best ever. Uh, uh, and it's not, we don't want to rain on his parade no, That's at his all. call. That's it's his, his call. call right? it's, it's his opinion. But there would be some blokes in the Brisbane teams that he shares premiership medals with who would Michael be Moss. in the, or even Simon Black, Nigel mm. Lappin. Even Jason Ackermanis, if you want to go, Jonathan Brown. Uh, but if you want to do Geelong, there's two ablets. There's two ablets. Well, I know. To think about. I know. There's a man called Polly Farmer, a legend of the game, Graham Polly Farmer, who changed the way the game was played. There's Brownlow medalists. Well, Alistair Lord, he was one of their great Brownlow medalists mm. of the fifty. Bernie Smith, our own Bernie Smith, out of West Adelaide, goes to Geelong, becomes a team of the century player for the AFL. For mm. you know, the AFL's team of the century. And then the recent times, you've got Couch, Chapman, Bartell, Johnson. You had Paul Wade there in the 70s. Mm. There's a fair list of Geelong players who yeah. you could line up as Hall of Famers and say, wow, if like Joel Selwood said, is standing above all of them, that's an enormous pedestal. That well, put beauty on is in the eye of the beholder. And just to be in the conversation, exactly. I think it's fair enough. Yep. Yep. But uh, that was Chris Scott. We'll hear a little bit more from Joel Selwood a little bit later. We've got to go to the four o'clock news. Just a reminder, Matt Rendell, a few texts coming through. If you'd like to ask Matthew a question, we'll present that to him. Uh, John Casey, he's up and about at the moment because the Opals are looking good to maybe, we don't want to get ahead of ourselves, Roach, make it through to the gold medal playoff. so. Against the USA, a bit of hard work to do, but a big win uh, last night. Uh, all that and more coming up on Kimba and the Roots. We are live from Studio Lumo SA. On a Wednesday afternoon, it's hump day on Kimba and the Reach. We're here thanks to our good friends at Balfour's. No matter your club's colours, Balfour's are for the game. Trade radio update for CMC Markets. Trade your way with CMC Markets. Visit cmcmarkets.com. Matt Randall, 30 seconds away. What about this text? Someone's being facetious, aren't they, Rooch? We're trying to celebrate Joel Selwood's career. This text says, do you think the umpire's tightening up on the ducking of the head rule this year influenced his decision at all? Is that one someone being humorous or is that serious, do you think? No, it's not even funny. Not funny? No. 
Oh, all the serious reads then. Let's go to oh, a man that's disrespectful. Uh, let's go to a man. Okay, all right. Let's go to a man that uh, has a sense of humour. Matt Rendell. Hello, Matthew. Well, we're taking it, surely. <laughs> yeah, but, I, think, uh, I think they were. Come on, Rich. Yeah, come, come on, Rich. Rich. Have a little chuckle. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, not today. He can get a little not testy today. at times, Matty, I tell you. Let, let, oh, the, let, really? the, man, let the man walk yeah. the red carpet with all of us <laughs> applauding rather than taking cheap shots. Hang on, we've got, we've got a text here from Ethel from Ethelton. Uh, she says, the only thing Rucci has in common with the Sel- Selwoods is neither of them have made... The sexiest man, man alive list. You didn't get on that, Roach. No, I didn't. That's uh, a bit. Maddie, we need yeah, you to put bit, your, uh, your. That's a bit harsh. <laughs> now, Matthew, Jack Graham's at Alberton. He's meeting Ken Inkley, Chris Davies, Ryan Burton. He's having all the facilities. So it is on the move. It is on the move. Well, he, he came to town and he told everyone at the airport he was well, only here to visit family, and then all of a sudden he bobs oh. up at Alberton. <laughs> Uh, yeah, there wouldn't have been anyone staking out Alberton, would there? No, they were. Channel not. 7 was, yeah. Yeah, they were exactly. the only ones. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, go they on. got vision. Come on, you blokes. You've lost your sense of humor. There would have been 15 reporters out there at mm. Alberton waiting for that. Um, not really smart having the meeting at Alberton, is it? Oh, uh, well, what, what difference does it make? To keep it a, if you're trying to keep it a secret, it probably doesn't worry Port. Nah. But... Uh, yeah, that's a, that's interesting. So, but it wouldn't uh, well, worry Richmond is, either, though. It's not a serious start. No, it wouldn't bother Richmond either because they, he's probably trying to squeeze him out. So, you are the list gearer. Yeah, gearer. How so, does... He's too good a player to squeeze out, isn't he? Well, they brought in Taranto and Hopper. Well, I know that, but he still fits in their midfield. You know, Dusty probably plays more forward. Well, why is he visiting clubs then? Or club? What's that? You're why? saying he's, going to, he's only going to visit one club. Oh, I don't believe he's going to. Adelaide had a sniff before. My understanding is uh, yeah. as much as they like him, no, they don't have so he's got So he's got one year to go in his contract, mm. uh, Graham. So uh, he would be looking at it and thinking, okay, end of next year, I'm at Richmond. Hopper and Taranto go really well. Dusty, Bolt, uh, uh, Shea. At, yeah, Bolton and um, Baker. Or do I, what sort of con, Baker? Uh, do I what sort of contract do I get? Is it going to be just another year, or can I get a five year at Port Adelaide in, at the twenty four? Twenty four at twenty four years of age and get a a really good money deal at Port Adelaide for five years, which I think he could get. And I think this is a very very good move by him. Smart move for himself. Um, uh, take the opportunity while you can, like Dunkley did. Luckily, Dunkley got a second go at it. Um, so, very smart move and a good move by Port. They could certainly use him in the midfield, use his leadership and his toughness. And, and yeah. more importantly, his contested ball work, which mm. Port were abysmal at this year. It's okay. They sit down at the table. Yeah, what's it cost? Richmond's Ooh. looking there and they want assets to be able to throw to GWS. Port Adelaide mm. wants Graham. We've now concluded that Graham's made his call. How do we close so this Port, deal, Matt? So Port Adelaide have got. We think you know the the the, the aim on um, Jim Rioli should be separate. I would have thought. No, it just seems to me it would be an easy handover. So Port have got picked. Um, what's their first pick in the draft? Eight. Eight. And Richmond have got uh, plenty. Um, but they're trying to do another deal. Yeah. Um, it, does, you give up pick eight and get 19 back suit. Ah, so you do Graham. Eight for, eight for Graham and 19, and 19 for, for Richmond back to Port Adelaide. Does that, Ooh, how does that balance out? And then they get about a uh, th- uh, 30 for Amon. 
Uh, well, yeah. we were thought mid twenties, and then hand that straight over for. That's an interesting that, one. Does that yeah. work? That's and then that gives uh, that gives Richmond plenty of ammo for um, the players they're trying to get in. A heap of ammo. Sure, get... so that'll give them. Uh, that'll give them um, uh, eight, twelve. They lose nineteen. They're thirty, and they got next year. So they got eight and twelve. And probably their first round next year does the deal for the others. All right, okay. we'll throw it out so there. Works, Port supporters, yeah. would you like that? It's a first round draft pick. You get an early second round back. And and you get a three time premiership player at the age of 24. So I think that's a, I think that sounds like a damn good deal to me. I'd be okay. doing that straight away. I think everyone will be happy with that. Port, uh, Richmond would be happy. And you, you'd be looking uh, at that long term because Bokey, well, we know he, he could pay that he's 45. Yeah. But um, so, yeah. because then you've got, like next year, you would have. You've got Ollie Wines, you have Butters in there, you have mm. Rosie, you've got Willem yes. Drew, um, Rich, uh, and if Graham goes in there, and Boak, right. sorry. So yeah. You don't know where Farrell's going to fit. Is he a wingman or a halfback? Do they even try well, to I'm talking well, midfield, though. Yeah, well, wings are yeah. part of the midfield. No. Meads on there. No, 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 because no, 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 he's not a wingman. No, okay. I don't buy that. So he's a halfback, is he? No, no, I'm just saying you're talking about midfield, not wingman. Very different. So... So and you've got Mead in there, you know, as a, yep. a junior mm-hmm. one there, and I reckon there's a, someone else there off the top of my head I can't think of. Um, All right, so let's move on then. Yeah. Uh, that looks good for Port. Then people can have their say. Zero four two seven one five four one double six. Can you please ask Matt this? Uh, could Port target Swans defender Lewis Melican? He's contracted for one more year but you'd think he'd want more of an opportunity with the McCartan brothers in front of him as well. And also now that the Swans are being linked to Aaron Francis, that's from Joey. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Uh, Lewis hasn't been able to get in that team. Um, look, he's not really the key back that they want. If, if, if they want a key back, they want a 198 centimetre, 200 centimetre yeah. uh, uh, type key back. And he's not, there. he's the 190, I'm saying 194-ish. Yeah. Um, Maybe and and you know they're probably looking for the same thing. Um, Francis isn't it either. No. Uh, they're probably looking for the same thing. You know, McCartan just struggled on Hawkins, mm. um, but he's he's fighting out of his weight zone. Tommy playing on those blokes, mm. um, so they really haven't got one there. Ramp he's not far. He'd be thirty-one-ish at least. So you know, wouldn't think he had too much more. So they're probably looking the same. Uh, means they might want to keep Milliken. But I still don't think he's the type of player that Port really need. And they need someone bigger, stronger, taller. Uh, but try and find one. Hey, Matt, they're, when, they're like hen's teeth. Matt, a lot of people took note of what you said yesterday about your discussions with South Australians to get them back when you were at Adelaide and mm. your point that it, you just, in the end, you just threw your hands up. What were the players saying mm. back to you? Why didn't they want to come home? Oh, it wasn't um, the players, the managers. I, they did all as they would say basically was no they don't want to go back to South Australia so I look I could half understand it I said you know I did the same thing so in 81 Mm. admittedly I'd be going back to the Sandful but um, you know I ended up staying there I really loved Melbourne Um, I like I love South Australia as well but um, I really love living in Melbourne Mm. and um, I could so I could relate to what these players uh you know, we're saying they were, they were happy. I mean, I used to always have this saying, but oh no, I better not say it. I'll get in trouble. No, don't say it. I've got a lot of texts to get through, Matty. I know, you like yeah. you like the nightclubs. They were bigger in, over there in those days. They were, you know, they <laughs> well, were. Well, someone asked me once, 
why you like Melbourne so much over Adelaide. I said, well, in Melbourne you had options. Didn't have a lot of options in Adelaide. <laughs> All right, let me keep going mm. here because we've got to get to an ad break. Uh, I'm going to read this one out as a statement. It's from Steve, the mad kangaroo. Uh, what's the bet Jason Horn Francis comes into Rendell's talk and discussion? Well, we haven't brought it up yet, Steve. You did. No. Uh, here's a few more. Um, do, 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 do. Hang on, they're coming through that quickly. Uh, hang on. Uh, I'll give you an oh, update here we go. Here we Jordan Dugowie has re-signed with Collingwood. Oh, Really? What? Yeah, that's the news that's just breaking now. Jordan Dugowie has re-signed <laughs> yeah, with Collingwood. Yeah, well, that, that actually doesn't surprise that much. There would have been just a few adjustments. SEN and Channel 7 have reported well, that. Well, Sam Edmund was reporting that the clause in his contract was they could sack him at any time. I thought, who's signing that? Yeah, exactly. I said, that's, that's ridiculous. Great news for uh, Pies fans. Let's get into these, Matty. Sorry to be rude. Yeah, uh, Ki- Kimbo and the Pooch. Can you please ask uh, Maddie? they've called you, Maddie. Uh, yeah. if the Crows were to ring him about coming back in some format, would he take their call? We miss your talent, mate. Can you, uh, you can, oh, yeah, fi- you can find a gem. Absolutely, I would. All yeah, right. absolutely, I would. Um, no, I look, I'm 63, rising 64. My full-time, full, you know, you need younger blokes in this, in this caper doing it, even though I still love watching the footy and all that sort of stuff, but... Um, it, it wouldn't be a long-term thing for me or the club because of my age. So uh, certainly on a part-time basis, uh, we'd love to get back into the recruiting game. A uh, number of texts coming through, Roach, from uh, your tribe saying, pick eight, hell no, even with pick 19 coming back for Jack Graham. Here's another one. Uh, Crow should go after Bose from the Gold Coast. Uh, matches oh. age, size and position requirements. Can then free up no. Dawson. Should have salary cap space to cope. Should be the next Will Brody. Thoughts? That's Steve from Vermont. No, don't do that. Um, I've got some information that I'm about to say Ooh. on trade radio. I've, I've got some stuff up my sleeve. Right. I'm sorry. On both? Oh, no. Well. Unlike you blokes, I actually get paid by trade radio. <laughs> 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 no, hey, I'm still we'll working on the, I'm still working on the rat, you know. But, <laughs> The South we'll Australian people I love them and they get my gold for nothing. Yeah, yeah. No, that's, yeah, uh, that's true. We'll, we'll, we'll stay listening. Uh, when are you on? Straight after us? Yes, uh, five o'clock, yeah. All so right. you got news we'll on Bose? Uh, yes, uh, it's, it's, it's a bit more complicated than you think. Right, we'll mm. listen in. Oh, I tell but you it might, it might, might do a live some, cross. Uh, it, it might bring some other stuff. Okay. About well, some things I've been thinking about for a while around Gold Coast and GWS. Okay. Uh, another one. There's so many coming through. I'm trying to keep up with them. Is trading uh, Jack Graham out and Hopper in a sideways trade or a genuine improvement? If it's only sideways, why would you bother? Well, that's that's the biggest problem, as I see it, for Richmond. If you're trying to bolster your midfield, and uh, like their clearance stuff was as bad as Collingwood's. Uh, so they're trying to bolster their, their clearance work with Hopper and Taranto, but you lose one of your good ones out the other side. Mm. I think we all rate Graham pretty highly, but you can understand why he would go, and maybe they're, they might have been in second thoughts, maybe we shouldn't have contracted Cotton for another year. They're always going to, but it sort of squeezed out Graham, it sounds like, which is uh, a bit of an issue, isn't it? 
Yep. Uh, Chopsy from Cheltenham says another guy can't hit a target inside 50 heading the port. That is incredibly wrong. Uh, if you're talking about Jack Graham, he's used to the oh, ball. Yeah, it's a, bit, it's a bit tough. Uh, Hopper wins a lot more of it. Jack doesn't win as much. Hey, Matty, we've got to go to a break. Always appreciate the chats. Yep. We'll be tuning into Trade Radio. Big breaking story on Brody. What? What? Why no one should touch him? Or yes. Oh. Okay. Right. We'll be listening. We'll, 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 we'll be why, listening. Why, why? Actually, why nobody can touch him, even okay. with the pick seven. Okay. Okay. Right, yeah. we'll right, now, I'm intrigued now. All right. We'll be tuning in. Thanks, Matty. We'll chat to you tomorrow. Okay. Uh, trade Radio update for CMC Markets. Trade your way with CMC Markets. Visit cmcmarkets.com. What could that be? I'm not going to guess on air. No, no, no. That's it, could be, it could be. It could be litigious. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of litigious, when we come back, we'll um, go through Alistair Clarkson's statement that he's just released, and he is certainly making it well known that the allegations against him are wrong. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and the Roots. 421, stand by for Trade Radio. Matt (laughs) Randall, he's going to drop a bomb. Well, I hope he's had it legaled. (laughs) Um, Wait. Roach, uh, not always up against the clock we are, but uh, in the middle of that conversation with Matthew Rendell, uh, statements come out from Alistair Clarkson. Can you update us there? Yeah, we've, we've had more statements made against Alistair Clarkson this morning in the media, and Alistair's making it very clever that he, he says, I will not hesitate to take further steps to protect my position and reputation should that be necessary. At the moment, he's issued a statement where he says he's shocked and deeply distressed ever since this saga began with the Hawthorne internal report. He says, it remains profoundly disappointing that these matters are now being widely canvassed in the public domain without the opportunity being given to me or others to give our accounts or even read the Hawthorne report to which this to this day I have not seen. The further recent publication of purported extracts from the report means I now have grave concerns that any chance of a fair process and just outcome have been seriously undermined, definitely, if not irrevocably corrupted. The failure to maintain the confidentiality of the review and further damaging public speculation means I have no option but to express publicly in the strongest and most emphatic terms possible that I did not behave in the manner claimed. Now, he goes through how he has had relationships with mm. First Nations players, And he does point out, people who know me will understand how important family is to me. I have always carried this value into every organisation I have worked with. I acknowledge how difficult it is for any player, and in particular First Nations players, to tell their stories about deeply personal matters. And I respect every player who has spoken to either the ABC or Phil Hegan, who did the Hawthorne report, as part of the Hawthorne Football Club process. Every person has their story and the right to tell it. Unfortunately, this is my editorial comment, Kim. Mm. Alistair hasn't had the same opportunity, has he? Not at all. Hasn't been, been afforded. By the way, this has been handled absolutely. And um, we're hearing a lot of stories now, and that's the trouble. It, 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 yeah, you know, we are hearing that the person making these accusations is uh, not capable emotionally. He's not in a capable emotional state to uh, mm. actually give any true clarity to what did or didn't happen. But as Alistair says, everyone's entitled to have their say on it. And the unfortunate thing is that Alistair and Chris Fagan and a few others haven't even been called into this review at Hawthorne to say, well, these things are being said. 
we need your version of it as well. I don't know how you can present a report to the Hawthorne board, let alone the AFL, if you're only getting one side of the story here. I agree, Rich. We'll stand by. There'll be more on this. Um, Mm. I can't keep up with everything at the moment. Now I'm just hearing in my ear that, uh, my one good ear, Rich, that uh, the Pies have responded, Collingwood, to the supposed Jordan Dugowie signing. What have they said? Dugowie has not signed. (laughs) Channel 7 went too early. (laughs) I still think he will, though. Okay. I think he will. All right. I think they can ill afford to, to lose him, but uh, who knows, Rich? Uh, text coming through thick and fast at the moment. <laughs> uh, guys, why wouldn't the Crows put some effort into Jack Graham? Leadership and toughness and great ball user ticks every box. Straight replacement for Sloan and moves keys out of the midfield. To me, it's a no-brainer. I would love him there. I'm a little bit tainted or biased, whatever you want to call it. I know the family. I just think he's a ripping human. Uh, played footy with his dad, uh, the Eagles, Jeffrey. Um, my understanding is, uh, he sent this text, there's no name on that one. My understanding is there's just not room at the moment with the plans they have going forward. Um, and obviously there's a big commitment at the moment to Isaac Rankin and maybe there's something even bigger happening the following year. Which everyone suspects is Jason Horn Francis. Now, Steve sent through a message saying, yep, lost that bet because we didn't talk about him, but you just brought it up, Roach. Well, I had to fill in the dots, Yeah, you I? did. So, you did. So what yeah. you're, you're hearing is that Adelaide will invest everything in Isaac Rankin this year with a five-year contract of which a lot of it will be front-ended as much as $1.5 mm. next year. So that takes care of where they are with their salary mm. issues this year coming up, next season, sorry. And then for season 2024, they have a huge, huge treasure chest to then throw at Jason Horn Francis. Yeah, or and, maybe someone else. And there's meant to be a blockbuster draft next year right. as well in 2023. Some really good so West Australian boys So they as could well. do some stockpiling of draft picks um, as well. Yeah. My, yep. My understanding is uh, 100% that your rumour on Jordan Sweet, there's Not no happening. interest there whatsoever. Not and doing the one that Channel else. 7 dropped a week ago. Caleb Polder. Caleb Polder, definitely not happening. Uh, what if Caleb becomes delisted by Collingwood and they pick him up just for nothing? Need to go to a break and we'll get to that. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and the Roots. 31 and a half should be doing the 4.30 news. We'll be a little bit late with that one, Richie Roach. Uh, John Casey coming up at five to talk basketball, the FIBA World Cup, Australia looking good, the Opals. Um, Roach, what's happening at Allen Border Field with the Redbacks? Well, we were hoping South Australia would do as they did against Queensland, but they have collapsed just in the past two overs to be now eight for 204 against Tasmania. And they're in the 40th over, we thought. Uh, was six for 190 on 38 overs. It was a replica of the Queensland game, and mm. then they charged. No, they've lost two quick wickets. Yeah, I reckon we'll be, for 204. We'll be out, all out for 220, Roach. That's a shame. Pity. Quick prediction. Tassie wins. Oh, no, I meant what will oh, we score. make? Oh, score. 217. 217. <laughs> oh, you're more negative than me. Uh, quick text, and then we'll go to the news. Well, I'm hoping it works reverse. Like reverse, it is it? Right. All right. Get little out clause for yourself again. Uh, Kimbo and the Rucci, uh, the AFL will name the panel to preside over the Hawthorne Football Club First Nations racism scandal next Monday. On the panel will be Warren Mundine, a politician, isn't he? Mm. He's had a long association in rugby league and AFL. He's an Indigenous First Nations man. That's from Adam. We'll stand by. Let's hope that finds a resolution sooner than later. Indeed. Uh, 4.33, time for the 4.30 news.
Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.